0: Welcome back to Couch Potato Radio. Derek Hans with you. Pleasure to be joined by Jack Michaels and Tank McNamara. Of course, hey, uh, be uh, big hockey fans too. And uh, Kerry Eads with us, former UND grade uh, president of hockey operations at the uh, Fargo Force. And uh, Kerry, thanks so much for being with us. Too bad it's uh, we're not talking about a better situation. Just focusing on, you know, the force going to be on our sister station, 1019 Jack FM on Friday and Saturday. That's very exciting. But sad news about uh, just a real hockey legend throughout the region and Henry Henry Boucher.
1: Yeah, you hit the nail on the head as far as legend. Uh, you know, not only in the state of Minnesota, but uh, you know, nationwide and worldwide, uh, Henry really made an impact on people. You know, he was very flamboyant. Obviously, one of the first uh, Native Americans to break into the NHL ranks, and no helmets in those days with the white headband. You know, hair flowing. Uh, you know, just the style of play that he had. You know, really set him apart from others, and he was a real fan favorite. And then, of course, uh, a very humble man. He always had time for people, and uh, you know, just a special guy. And will be dearly missed for sure.
0: First, you know, and I look at it. So I told this story off the air, and you'll I think you'll appreciate this. So, I was doing a show on KFGO, and I went out to the Dapple protest. Right, so I'm walking around. I just by, just by circumstance, decided I was going to wear my throwback hoodie of the North Stars. Right, so I'm walking through. And it was cold and whatever. It was like December. And this guy st- says, hey, I like your sweatshirt. And I looked at him. He goes, I used to play for them. And my jaw dropped. He goes, I'm Henry Boucher. And I said, yeah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You are. And, 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 and then he said, he's sitting there with Billy Mills, the uh, former track star, of course, from Oklahoma. And they were out there at the protest. And I, I got an interview with them right away. Within the first five minutes of being at the Dapple protest, they had Billy Mills and Henry <laughs> Boucher. It was just amazing. <laughs> what a nice gentleman. And I know my dad would go fishing at Lake of the Woods, stumble into him at Warroad all the time, just couldn't be a more down-to-earth person.
1: Yeah, for sure. You know, he, uh, Humility was uh, a big part of who he was and uh, you know, respect for people, respect for his culture, and respect for the game. So he really made an impact uh, on a lot of people, including me. And, and those traits are going to live on in all of us moving forward.
2: Would you say his career is kind of more of a woulda, coulda, shoulda though, when it was cut short by that eye injury he took? Uh, you know, would he maybe had set some record books if he could have continued playing?
1: Yeah, he definitely would have had you know a, a longer career. You know, his injury started uh, in the state championship game against the you know, famously, uh, was carted off the ice. And, and then unfortunately, uh, in his pro career, obviously cut short with that eye injury that you mentioned. And, uh, you know, those are really un- unfortunate situations. Uh, I think hockey has done a great job cleaning itself up, uh, especially with the stick work. And, uh, you know, but back in his day, unfortunately, those things happen more often. You know, cut short his career and who knows what he could have attained uh, with a longer career, not only stat wise, just, just uh, an impact on people.
3: Kerry, uh, you'd mentioned that that uh, when, when uh, Boucher played, the players weren't required to wear a helmet. And if people have seen any photos of, of Henry Boucher, would have the headband there, proud of his heritage and all that. And I know it's not fair to say, uh, you know, is that a part of hockey, that era of hockey? Do we see guys like that anymore? And it's not fair to our young hockey players now, because I know we got a lot of tough guys and good skaters and good hockey players, but how different – uh, Carrie, in your estimation, and, and who, who better to speak to this than you? Uh, are, are we from uh, when people say the back in the day to today? How much difference is it? Uh, carrying in your estimation,
1: well, the game has changed a lot. Uh, intimidation was a huge part of the game in the 70s and 80s. You know, I, I played junior hockey in British Columbia, and, and we had a number of bench clearing brawls, and that. You know, twenty people on the ice going at it, and nobody nobody coming to your help. So, you know, you had to protect yourself like a street fight, and you know, make sure when you fall to the ground, you're on top of them. And you know, those things are fortunately uh, long gone in our sport. You know, hockey has made a lot of strides with each decade to to end the brawling for sure. Uh, I'm still a believer that. You know, the odd good fist fight is uh, good for the game. It keeps people honest. Uh, That's a whole show in itself to discuss that. And, you know, like it or not, fans love it. Um, You know, but, uh, you know, that is even reduced. Like fighting in the USHL is about 25% of what it was just five, six years ago. So, you know, we don't need any knuckle-draggers in the sport, but uh, once in a while, you know, you guys are disagreeing or the teams disagree they can go at it well I, but,
0: uh, yeah. one,
1: one thing what one, i just want to add one thing that i am am very disappointed in you know scouting games in minnesota this weekend and it just appears that uh they're trying to mandate hard hitting and physical play out of our game mm. and i mean they just the uh, hockey higher up some of the refs uh, you know there's so many clean hits that are now called penalties and you know when you're as a player you don't know what to do and i think they're taking away you know something that is very unique to our sport you don't want to see injuries but the, the physical clean hits are, are part of the game and and exciting to play and to watch
0: well i mean like you said everything you want to be done right because i think what happens is I'd much rather have a clean fight than cheap shots because i mean i think when i i think for a lot of people unfortunately i think of henry boucher is like you mentioned, that cheap shot that, you know, he was a one-man wrecking crew for a warro that would probably have been their state title if that went to happen. Same thing in the NHL, famously gets knocked out. I mean, that's just cheap. That's cheap stuff. I'd rather have a mano-a-mano a mono fight or a good clean hit than, you know, because that's what you kind of lead to is everyone trying to, you know, kind of get around the rules and get away with stuff, and that, that leads to more injuries and severe injuries.
1: Yeah, it sure does. And, again, you know, that's a whole show, and it's, you know, in entirety to develop into that. But, uh, you know, just to get the focus back on Henry, uh, you know, he had a a big impact in the world community. Uh, He was a big believer in the name Warriors and the history and tradition that went into it. And uh, he was part of a group that developed To be the hockey coach of one of the state championship teams, and him and some others in the community organized us uh, into being honored during a powwow, and so the whole team went and their families and uh, friends and wasn't sure how it was going to go, but it was an unbelievable experience to you know see a piece of their culture and learn you know, about Native Americans, and you know our players danced, and uh, you know it was just a real opportunity for the community c- to come together and. You know, uh again another whole nother topic of uh Native American nicknames uh being eliminated. I think there's that missed opportunity uh to bring cultures and people together and to, to share common ground. Yeah,
3: that's uh, fantastic, Carrie. Uh, yeah. That's fantastic. I remember calling basketball tournaments that say like Standing Rock was involved in, and you'd have the the powwow and and the meaning behind that, and, and you're you're looking, going, wow, the the culture, and you're kind of soaking in and learning a culture, and it's just it's just fantastic. For those that don't know, uh, just just kind of looking at, at at Boucher and the history, carry you know, for those of you that don't know, uh, served in the U.S. Army and then joined the U.S. National. Uh, ice hockey team on a full-time basis in in 70. But, Kerry, I'm looking at, at some of the, the, the 71 ice uh, hockey championships in Switzerland. He scores seven goals in 10 games for <laughs> Team USA. And then uh, one of the biggest stars of the 72 uh, 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 Olympic team, which which uh, which brought home a, a silver medal. My goodness. And then, then we'll go down as one of the greatest hockey players in the, uh, coming out of the state of Minnesota. Now, Kerry, if you're, if you're known as one of the greatest hockey Get kids to play, play in the state of Minnesota. That says, I'd love to see the list if it was a list of five, by the way.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think Henry would be on pretty much everybody's list of five.
2: Kerry, when you got the news of his passing, uh, what's a story or two that popped in your head after you got that phone call?
1: Yeah, well, a lot of memories. I mean, you know, again, going back to, uh, you know, how Henry. You know, built unity in the community, and uh, his support of uh, World High School and the Warrior Hockey Program, and all of hockey in Minnesota, and just uh, you know his humility. He'd be down at the state hockey tournament. Uh, you know, after I left World, was uh, one of the many times that I'd see him, and whether really he had a book signing or you know he had this movie project underway, but he was always had a, a booth and. You could just see the people lined up to talk to him, get an autograph. Um, you know, he was a big legend, and, uh, you know, hopefully that legend continues on. But, uh, you yeah, know, really sad news for sure.
0: He could really be a human highlight reel, too, couldn't he? I mean, he could fly. <laughs> he's he's just a just really a great all-around hockey player.
1: Well, you know, legend has it. Uh, during his high school days, he didn't come off the ice. He, you know, right. Play some shifts at center, then he moved back to D to kind of rest and and then back to forward, and, you know, that's kind of unique in itself.
0: Yeah, Lou Nanny was telling that story on uh, Dan Barrero's show not too long ago. Telling how He just didn't come off the ice. Can uh, you imagine that these days, Carrie? That's just crazy.
1: Yeah, yeah, and that's, you know, the uniqueness of it and uh, the special talent that the man had. He was, uh, you know, a superior athlete, and, you know, he was able to showcase his skills to a lot of people.
3: Speaking of which, six foot one ninety five uh, at a center. Are what are centers now, Kerry? You talk about how game has changed. Six foot one ninety five still stand at that position.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, that's about one right. of The great things about the game is the, you no longer have to be six foot to, to have an impact uh, on the game, and that's some of the things that uh, you know the smaller player. Uh, you know, really couldn't showcase his skills in the 70s and 80s, you know. It was a bunch of knuckle-draggers around the ice. <laughs> just had no room. You were cackled. So, you know, uh, you know, like Connor McDavid's to the world, and, you know, not that he's a small guy, but there's tons tons of small players in the NHL now that, uh, you know, just weren't able to uh, survive in those days. So, you know, that is one of the things, and I probably would say that would probably be the average height right now. Okay.
0: Was- well, guys. You you uh, work hand in hand with a guy who had made a pretty good career as a center, wasn't the biggest guy in the world either, Matt Cullen, so I mean, it worked out pretty good for (laughs) him. (laughs) That is for sure. Yeah, played 20 years. And
2: And then, you know, it looked like he he fell into kind of a a deep, dark circle there after his playing career and didn't really know what way to turn. uh, How much credit do you give him for turning his life around after that incident?
1: Yeah, that's uh, tremendous. I mean, you know, I can relate to him a little bit, uh, you know, having my neck injury that ended my career you know it's you know as a professional athlete kind of live your whole life to reach that goal and and then it's ended overnight and you kind of wonder what your next step is and you know I was fortunate enough to be welcomed by Gino Gasparini back to the University of North Dakota and started my coaching career uh, a long time ago Uh, actually this is my 40th year Someone mentioned that to me the other day, but with Henry, yeah, he had, uh, you know, a tough time adjusting at first, but, you know, he was able to pull himself out of it and, uh, you know, really live a good life and a good example to a lot of young people and old.
0: Well, Kerry, thanks so much for your time. It's great to reminisce about a a truly, not just a hockey legend, a sports legend throughout the upper Midwest here. I think that's safe to say with Henry Boucher, who just uh, recently announced that he did pass away, so... Certainly thinking about you and their loss of a very good friend. I'm sure, you know, it's hard to believe we're at the end of September. Here so we tis the, tis the season. We'll be catching up with you quite a bit throughout the year.
1: Yeah, we look forward to it. Like, we appreciate you having our games on this weekend. Uh, USHL regular season starts in Pittsburgh, and uh, I'm on my way there right now, actually. So hockey season has begun. Great. Very
3: good. Great to hear your voice, Carib. You bet. We'll
0: talk to you soon. Thanks so much for your time.
1: Thanks for having me on, guys.
0: The great Kerry Eads, again, former UND star. And, you know, he, I, I love the fact now that he's not on the air. Yeah, I think he liked the toughness part of the game because I don't you know, think? There, there were many tougher guys. I'm glad at it.
3: He was good at it. <laughs> yeah. I I yeah. asked him that the seven knuckle draggers. <laughs> Is there a better way to, to to describe Well, I think for Kerry, though, what was great about him because he had a lot of skill.
0: So he wasn't just a fighter, you know, like right. he, you've seen, because he was very talented. But you wouldn't want to mess with him either. He was the great combination, kind of the, well, the Gordy Howe type of watch thing. Watch the
2: video from Wisconsin, that UND-Wisconsin yeah, yeah. game. Uh, <laughs> his name's thrown out there quite a
0: bit. But well, adamant- he's still put together. I don't know if I'd <laughs> want to mess with him to this day.
3: And, and adamant about this, everybody, nobody wants to see – massive injury in any sport they don't want to see you you know the, the injury in any sport but you could really tell how adamant he was about he doesn't also want to see rules implementing softer play or penalized for clean hits that that you know well, so 100%. It, right he's right of the money i yeah, think it, in that. because
0: it, clean hits and do it the right way because i think what, i don't really necessarily like the fighting or whatever but there's a reason that the wild brought in ryan reese last year because you know, unfortunately for Warroad, because it is a legendary incident, what happened to Henry Boucher in that state championship game at the old Met Center, because it was, it was a cheap shot. It's one of the many reasons people don't like Edina this day, not just the fact they were successful. They thought that was one of the dirtiest and was one of the dirtiest plays in the history of the Minnesota State Hockey Tournament. And Warroad certainly wanted to have that one-class system championship. You know, they've won a lot of Class A titles, but that's the one that stings. The 5-4 to loss day. to
3: Edina.
2: Yes, yeah, and they,
0: they would have won if they went to knock them out of the game. I'm convinced of that. And then, of course, he ends his career almost the same type of thing. And that, you know, as a North Star, it's just it's tragic.
2: At the Final Five, when I used to head down there, the old WCHA Final Five with Bernie Burgraff, a college hockey coach told me that they need to put fighting back into the college game because it'll clean it up because you can sit and cheap a guy all night long. And then finally, in the third, you're going, okay, I've had enough of this. Something's got to be done and you're going to get kicked out and then lose a game. Yeah, it's, he said you can sit and cheap a guy all night long and not have any consequences. Well, and it's, for it's it. a
0: hard for you know referees to see it all too, right? It's a, that g- game is so fast. If you've been to a game at the Ralph, I mean, to see it in person, you don't really you just realize it's always how fast the retaliation it's, that gets called, right, for guys? Sure. <laughs> We've yeah. seen
2: that enough. Right?
0: Well, talking it was uh, fun talking with a legend from another legend, no doubt. Uh, you know, Kerry Eades, and, and you know going back to his days with thought you know, working together with them. And I think it does bring up an interesting thing. I I went to Bemidji State, so I thought I was a little cultured about things. And then, you know, when you're at Bemidji State, you're surrounded by the Red Lake and Leech Lake and White Earth Reservations. And you really understand that as far as nicknames when it comes to that, much like politics here, there's no real consensus of what folks want. And Henry Boucher is very adamant. He wants the Warriors' name to stay and no. he wants that logo to stay because he took pride wearing that jersey, and 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 so I hope that and it we always should stays respect that 100%. pride that he takes in that right. Yeah. Like, and my, he's a leader. Three. I mean, he was a leader of you know the, the community up there, and I, I think that is going to go a long ways for us looking at those colors, that logo for. a
3: Remind long time. me someday, either on uh, Couch Potato or on our, our the Jack Michael Show or whatever show. Yeah. Maybe the mornings on Froggy. The uh, <laughs> Would it be impossible? From high school only to choose your your frozen five five greatest high school skaters hockey players in the state of Minnesota. Oh my heavens! Would it be impossible to come up to narrow that would, to five?
0: It would be so hard. This is kind of a mountain rush. Boucher's
3: on that list, though, right? Oh, a hundred percent,
0: easily. But but if I mean, it, I mean you're talking Spihart. you you know what I mean. You we're talking high school.
3: High school. Neil, as a Neil high school. Broughton.
0: <laughs> You know, another old guy, Davy Christian, wasn't too shy. Boy, how, how yeah. would it be where, condensed? Where do you start? Uh, I mean, well, like I said – I think you maybe
2: have to go each era every 10 years. The young man who a, tragically yeah.
0: passed away from Bemidji that was on his way. He oh. uh, died in a car accident. Um, I'm, I'm going blank in yeah. his name. Yeah, I mean, there's so many. Oh, my heavens. Yeah, it's –
3: Yeah, so I, no, I Kevin Gorg – no, I'm just kidding. Not, no, but I mean, <laughs> Kevin Gorg, question, we, but...
0: we hear him a lot. I mean, you see him – he was a – Stand on your head, goaltender, goaltender for yeah, Burnsville at the
3: time.
2: So, how many times is this question, Brendan, brought up every year at night at the state hockey tournament? Guarantee after the games, the greatest. H- on the well, table. we do it
3: as broadcasters, whether it be basketball or football. You know, okay, I'll give you your starting five, all-time basketball high school kids in this state, or you know, who's your quarterback? Run, give your quarterback, running back, uh, wide receiver. Da da da. Who's your all five? hockey in minnesota well, that's can, a heck of a question you if you gotta narrow it
2: just Rose and Morrow. who are your top five putting those two together well <laughs> i mean
0: i mean to me i i think you know you look at uh neil's kind of hard to match because he had such a long career in the nhl played for the Gophers, part of the you know
3: yeah, i mean mi-
0: part, part of that uh miracle on ice team i mean they're so you, you got to think of him in there, and then there's just so You might many, have to have
3: maybe, – maybe you go six with a goaltender. Maybe that would be the way to ask that. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's, not that adding one and, more player. And I'm not the
0: to, biggest hockey guy in the world, but I can just think of guys off of my head, you know. Just
3: yeah, but your head's that, pretty good. You've yeah, thrown out a couple already that, that
0: – That really stick out. I mean, that's those are some of the ones I think of, that is for sure. Well, but, we know
3: Boucher's on there.
0: Yeah, there's no doubt. Henry Boucher is on there, and certainly – Thinking about him, just a legend that was lost. And uh, like I said, Minnesota sports. History.
2: I think you get carry back on, and he said that's a topic for a whole nother show. Yeah. But let's let's talk about that with him some Next night. Time. because yeah. uh, he was he was pretty good enforcer back in the day.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dragon. So.
2: <laughs> well, and okay. a skill guy. How about in UND history?
0: Him, um,
2: who, who's the tough guy in the '90s? Uh, well, Jim Marchaball was back there, and I think I news? think he led the way for penalty minutes uh, yeah. for many years, and. Um, Oh, there's mm-hmm. a yeah, there's a whole bunch,
3: and I, I realized too that that Ed Boucher's uh, uh, second cousin from, from with uh, T J Oshie. Oshie,
0: that's correct. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> and,
0: and that's a, not a bad lineage of that uh, family. We may well. have forgotten about T J Oshie as far as
3: high school hockey oh, players. Whoops. Yeah, he did okay, I right? Mean, oh
0: yeah, him.
3: <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Him too. <laughs> Not ask the question. I'll hang up and listen. Love your show, Derek. All I know, after the
2: Olympics, uh, he's getting the puck if I'm coaching in a shootout. Oh, yeah, Yeah. no
0: doubt. All right. Well, again, it was great to have Kerry Eads on, uh, you know, UND legend, part of the Fargo Force uh, front office. Uh, Jack Michaels, Tank McNamara from the Wake Up Call, Froggy Morning Show over on 99.9. And, of course, uh, Jack Michaels and I doing shows all the time here. We'll be back with more and kind of uh, do some skull sounds, talk about the Vikings game against the Chargers. We'll talk about the Twins, wrapping up their (laughs) series. (laughs) Series against the Reds, all that and more coming up here on the Mighty 790, 104.7 KFGO.